0: You're joining us online this morning wherever you may be joining us from we welcome you as a part of this service today as well if you are a guest and it's your first or your second time with us we invite you to stop by our hospitality area in the back of the sanctuary before you leave this morning we have a small token of appreciation to give you for being here today Praise God. If you turn to Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews chapter 11. I'd like to read the first couple of verses of this chapter. The first verse, somewhat of a familiar verse for many, I'm sure. Hebrews 11, verse number 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Verse number three. Through faith. Through faith. Through faith. In some ways I think you can say the Bible is a very intellectual book. I mean it's. It's got a lot of very intellectual things in it. But the benefit of the Word of God only comes when faith is mixed with the Word. In fact, there's another verse in Hebrews that says that the Word of God did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. And so it says through faith, we understand through faith we understand not through intellect not through our brains but through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. I want to draw your attention to the part of this verse by the word of God. The worlds were framed by the word of God. I'd like to preach to you for a few minutes this subject, this morning on this subject. Frame your world frame your world. Father, thank you for the privilege of not just coming for a religious activity today, but for coming with an opportunity to be in your presence. I thank you for your presence that is in this place. I thank you, God, for every individual that's here today. Lord, I don't believe that any of us are here today by chance, by accident, but As a part of your plan, your purpose for our lives, we are here. And so I pray, God, that you would speak to hearts and lives today through your word. God, that this would not just simply be a sermon that would fill up time in this service, that it would be a word, a message that would come from you and touch somebody's heart today, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. I trust you today. I depend upon you, Lord, for your anointing. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It's not really the focus of my message this morning, but I will just pause long enough to state, reaffirm that we do not believe that we ended up here by evolution. I do actually personally buy into the Big Bang theory. I believe when God said, it was a real Big Bang. But it was a result of God speaking. Genesis 1 tells us God said, and tells us the things that God spoke into existence. And so, Hebrews tells us that we understand by faith that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. There are a couple of different ways I think you can apply this word, this concept of the worlds being framed by the Word of God. The word framed there in the Greek means to render. It means to fit, to make sound or to complete. It means to fit out, to equip, to put in order, to arrange. And so the worlds were, were, were put in order. They were created by the Word of God. They were framed by the Word of God. The scripture says that the things that we see are made from Things that we do not see. There are all kinds of things in this room today. There's furniture, there's technologies, there's decor that is in this place, and there is nothing in this place that was not, that was not built by something you could see. We do not have the power to build something from nothing. We have these representations of pieces of furniture from the tabernacle that were so wonderfully constructed, but Brother Whaley did not just walk into the shop downstairs and say, let there be an altar, and there was an altar. As good of a job as he did, he needed to gather the materials to create what he was going to build. But God has the ability to call something out of nothing, to make what we see from something that we do not see. And so the worlds were framed. There is a Sort of another concept or idea of of framing, and that is you you frame a building inside of these sheet rock walls. There is what's called framing. It's what this building is built on. And so again, out of nothing, God framed God created the world. There's a scripture, I believe it's in the book of Job, if I'm not mistaken, where it says something along these lines that God hung the world on nothing. There's some stuff hanging in this room right now, but it's not hanging from nothing. There is we We call it an illusion. When something appears to hang from nothing, it is an illusion because we know that man does not hang something from nothing, but God says, let me just show you how big and powerful and awesome I am. I'm going to hang the world on nothing, (laughs) I don't need anything to hang. Let me tell you something. I, I I'm not sure why it is we get so overwhelmed by what goes on in our individual world. Because if God can create a world as enormous as this world is, and if God can put sun and moon and stars and planets in place, and if God just by a spoken word can set the seas in order just by a spoken word he can cause a tree to come to life he can create the seed that within that seed is everything necessary you you put the seed of a fruit or a plant in the ground and everything necessary for the, the the branches and the trunk of the tree and the leaves and ultimately fruit, if it is a fruit bearing tree, is all contained within that seed. If God can do that. What is it in my little world, my individual world, that is too big, too large, too complex for God to be able to reach down into my world? And the same way that God said, let there be light and there was light, the same way that God spoke creation into existence, He can speak into my world. Oh, hallelujah. So there's another way in which we can apply this word frame, which is really the particular context I'd like to focus on here today. According to good old Wikipedia, to frame something or a frame in social theory consists of a schema of interpretation that is a collection of antidotes and stereotypes that individuals rely on to understand and respond to events in simpler terms people build a series of mental filters through biological and cultural influences they use these filters to make sense of the world. The choices they then make are influenced by their creation of a frame. Framing is also a key component of sociology, the study of social interaction among humans. We use the term a frame of reference. You have a frame of reference. Webster says that a frame of reference is a set of ideas, conditions, or assumptions that determine how something will be approached, perceived, or understood. You interpret situations and circumstances in your life by a frame of reference. And so we... we see things and we interpret things based on our frame of reference or the frame that we create in our lives, in our minds, the circumstances that we go through. Your frame of reference can include beliefs and preferences, values. It can include the culture that you're in. So the Scripture says the world is framed Framed by the word of God. By faith we see and understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Who knew before Pinterest that there was more to a frame, the purpose of the frame, than just the picture on the wall? But that for a photo booth. Get rid of the glass. Get rid of the backdrop. And pose with a frame. There's, there's several different purposes of a frame. It can, it can define the borders of something. It can establish the parameters of something. It also can bring focus to something. You put a picture on the wall and if you're into home decor, if you're into decorating, you care about the frame. Because while the focus is the picture, the painting, the drawing, you understand that the frame adds to, complements, or could take away from what is inside of the frame. So you pick the color, you pick the style, you pick the design, you, you pick a material to help to establish the focus of what is inside. Because that now becomes framed. And so the scripture says that our world should be framed by the word of God. So that, let me turn it around so that I'm facing it here, or let's go this way. When I look through, when I look at what's inside the frame, I need to determine. What frames what I see? I must decide. I must decide. Is it culture? Is it preferences? Is it society? Is it modern philosophical ideas that determine, that frame out what I see? It's my choice. It's up to me to decide what frames my world. I I know, I understand the context of what was saying here. The worlds, the worlds were framed by the word of God. But as is the case with most scripture, there are various levels of application of that scripture. And so today I challenge you that with your individual world, my world your world, that you need to frame it by the Word of God. That it needs to be the Word of God that is the filter that you look through to see everything in your world. Oh, hallelujah. I don't need to frame my world with my opinion. I don't need to frame my world with just the experiences of my life. But I need to frame my world by the Word of God, because if I don't frame it by the Word of God, I open up the opportunity for all kinds of things to become the filter of what I see. I I allow fear, I allow chaos, I allow confusion, I allow doubt to become what frames my world when I don't decide that my world is going to be framed by the Word of God, not only the written Word of God, but whatever words God may quicken to my spirit and my heart, whatever word God may bring to me across a pulpit, that that is going to be the framework through which I view my world. We are living in a chaotic world because so many people are not framing their world by the word of God in fact so many people don't even want a frame you will filter everything you hear you filter everything you hear that's why Just, just we see it lived out every single day Watch the news, read the news, it happens every day. Someone says something, this group hears this and that group hears that. This individual hears it this way, that individual hears it that way, because they've got a frame that they are filtering through. They've got a frame that they are looking through. Let me tell you, unfortunately, one of the common frames that our worlds are framed by is the frame of offense. It is the frame of offense. When you look through the frame of offense, everything is skewed. <laughs> you know what I, I don't know of any offense that I have with you, William. I have no idea. I don't know of any way in which I'm offended with you. And so if I just happen to be standing up there this morning and look over at you during service and I see you looking at me and you just happen to have a scowl on your face. My mind is not going to try to start figuring out. I wonder what I've done to William. He's got a problem with me. He's upset with me. I knew it. I knew it. He's upset with me about something. I'm not offended, so I don't think that. The flip side is if I am offended with him and I get that look, I knew it. I knew I knew he had a problem. I knew he was upset with me. Truth of the matter was his stomach's bothering him this morning. And he just happened to look at me in the moment in which it was really kind of bothering him. And I caught his eye at that time, and that became the confirmation of my frame. And so we live in a world where somebody speaks. And it's automatically through the filter.
1: How
0: about this? Great peace have they that love thy law and nothing. I think the Greek word or the Hebrew word there for nothing is no thing. Maybe not probably sounds like it would be. If I am looking through the filter, Brother Lewis, of the Word of God, it doesn't matter what you say to me. It doesn't matter how you treat me. It doesn't matter what you do to me. I have a framework. I see what you do through a frame. Part of that frame is influenced by one who was mistreated more than anybody else was mistreated in all of history. It is a frame of someone that got things that if you talk about somebody not deserving what they got, Jesus Christ did not deserve what he got. And yet he hangs on a cross and through a frame of the word, the purpose for his life, he says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. When I don't have a frame, here's my prayer. Father, get them. Get them, God. If Jesus Christ was able to hang on a cross at the hands of his own creation and say, Father, forgive. Father, forgive. What right do I have when I suffer things that I deserve? (laughs) I've said it before. I, I, I get pulled over for speeding and I get mad at the police officer. Why am I getting mad at him for stopping me for doing what I chose to do that was wrong? What about all those other criminals out there and you're stopping me? Finding a way to justify. I get what I deserve most of the time. Actually, from him, I usually don't get what I deserve. Thank God. And he says, forgive them. They know not what they do because he was looking through the frame of of the Word that was shaping his world, and he understood that what I am doing on this cross fits into the framework of my life. And this is a part of the purpose of my world. You see, when I can look through the frame of the Word of God for my world, I can look through the frame that all things work together for good. I can look through all of the circumstances that are inside of the frame of my world and I can have the confidence that God is in control, that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That has got to be the frame through which I view my world. Matthew chapter number 4, Jesus has just been baptized in chapter 3. He's just been baptized in chapter 4. He goes straightway into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Even Jesus framed in the flesh his world by the word. Because the devil comes to him to tempt him. Three different things he tries to tempt him with. And the response each time is, It is written. I'm going to look through the frame of the Word. And that is going to be what brings the focus. And that's going to be what defines my world. Oh Jesus. Job chapter 23, Job in the midst of anybody ever had a bad day. Everybody here's had a bad day. Everybody's here. If you're an adult, you've had a bad day. I don't know in all of history anybody that can say they've had a worse day than Job had. I mean, you want to talk about a bad Day. You lose everything possessions and then children in one day. And the only thing that's left is a wife. In a lot of cases, you'd be very thankful and appreciative for that. Except his wife says, Why don't you just curse God and die? I don't, maybe she had a pretty good insurance policy she had taken out. I'm tired of your griping and complaining about your issues and ailments. Why don't you just curse God, get it over with, let me cash the check and move on? Probably not, but that's what he's left with. And listen to what he says. Or what chapter 23 says, verse number 1, Job answered and said, Even today is my complaint bitter, my stroke is heavier than my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat, I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. There the righteous might dispute with him. So should I be delivered forever from my judge. Behold, I go forward but he is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. I've gone everywhere and done everything that I know to do to find God and I can't find him anywhere. I've seen him working over here and I went to where he was working but I got to where he was working and I couldn't find him. Anybody ever been in a service where somebody next to you looked like they were getting the greatest blessing they had ever gotten in all of their lives and you're right there beside them and you can't get a thing? You sit in a service and see somebody being moved on by the power of God, and you know, man, God's doing something. So maybe if I could just get over there by them, it'll spill over on me a little bit. And you get there, and there's like a barrier, and whatever they're getting, you can't get. Then he says, I go on the right hand, and he hides from me. If it's not bad enough that I see him working but can't find him, now he's going to hide from me. So I've gone everywhere I know to go and I cannot find him. Well, then what are you going to do, Job? How are you going to perceive? How are you going to frame your world? Are you going to frame your world like some do and just say, You know what, I'm done. There is no God. If there was a God, how could he this or why would he that? Job says this. This is how Job frames his world. I can't find him, but he knows the way that I take. And when he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. I'm going to look at the circumstances that I'm in. I'm going to look at all the chaos and the confusion and all of the hell that's breaking loose in my life and rather than give up, rather than quit, rather than accuse God I'm going to frame my world that I don't know where he is. I can't find him but he knows exactly where I am and when he gets done I'm not going to come through this defeated and destroyed Destroyed and busted and broken but when he gets done I'm going to come forth as gold and so he says my foot has held his steps his way have I kept and not declined neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food I have decided that I'm going to look at my world and when all is said and done I'm going to confess that God's got it all under control that God's got a plan and God's got a Purpose. And even though what I see inside of the frame may not be good, the frame is going to tell me God's got it all under control. I'm going to make up my mind if I will not be weary in well-doing, but I'll keep doing what I know to do, that in due season I'm going to reap if I don't faint. The psalmist made up his mind to frame his word world by the word. In Psalm 119 and 11, he said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. 105 of the same chapter, he says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. John chapter 6, verse 66. From that time, many of His disciples went back and walked no more with Him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will you go away? Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered, Lord, where are we going to go? Because you alone have the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. He said, what do men say that I am? I want to hear you say what men say. Some say you're Elias, some John the Baptist, some say you're one of the prophets, but now what I want to know is how do you Oh God, if there's ever been a day in time in which you need to define and determine the frame that you look through, 2017 is the day and the time. Because if you don't decide what the frame is, the world is going to help you out and create a frame for you. And their frame is going to say, there is no God. Their frame is going to say, do what you want to do. Live however you want to live. The problem with an unframed world is it's a chaotic world. Not only is it you see things inaccurately, but it's a world full of chaos and confusion. Genesis 6 and 5 says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination... Of the thoughts of his heart. Was only. Evil. Continually. Let me tell you something. If you are the frame for your world. It, you know it, it. It's it is so amazing to me. I said this to someone just the other day. But it is so amazing to me that what we still as believers stand for what we as christians bible believing christians still stand for that we are now considered to be so irrelevant and out of date it wasn't that long ago that so many things we believe and stand for today were not limited to the belief of to the beliefs of christians that the world Non-believers, non-Christians viewed those things. That's not right. That's not the way it should be. That's not the way it is. That's not acceptable to society. That was how it was just in the, it had nothing to do with being a Christian. It had nothing to do with being a Bible-believing person. I realize, for the most part, adultery is still considered wrong by by many, but let's be honest, in society it's a lot more acceptable. In the past, if you were committed adultery, you would be an outcast. Not in the church, in the world. Now we... Oh, I probably shouldn't go there. Now we got preachers that commit adultery and just... Give a little apology and everybody forgives them and move on. I know God forgives. Just because God forgives doesn't mean we just ignore or brush over some things that need to be dealt with. But we have an unframed world. Can, can, uh, <laughs> this boggles my mind. If it, Genesis Genesis six that's that's the that's the earliest parts of the Bible. That's dealing with the earliest some of the earliest times of mankind what was there to imagine what was there to imagine i mean just just think for a moment in that day and time what th- th- there was no internet with pornography there was uh, there was there, there was not all of these things that we have today and yet every imagination then says was evil, what in the world could be said of us in 2017? With all of the things that are now readily available in our world, how much could it be said now that the thoughts of the average man is evil? It is contrary. I I don't want to be confined by a frame. I don't want to be restricted and limited. I, I gotta tell you, I I I I'm 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 45 years old, born and raised in this church and been a part of this all of my life. I I, I look at the, conf- the 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 confinements on my life. <laughs> I look at how restricted I am and all that I'm missing out on. And I go. Really? Not having to try to figure out how to deal with that addiction. Not having to worry about how to overcome that problem. Not, not trying to deal with the pain of that. Not trying to deal with how to overcome this. I'm, I'm, I'm really confined. Aren't I? No. I've come to the conclusion and the understanding that the only way to have life is He is the way, the truth, and the life. And if there's anything to life that can't fit in the framework of His Word in my life, then I've come to the conclusion I don't want it because I've experienced enough to know I have tasted and I have seen that the Lord... Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and... And see that the Lord is good. Let let me tell you something. If, if, if you, if you have somebody describe some kind of food to you, It doesn't matter how well they describe it and if it's something you really like, it doesn't matter how good it sounds when they describe it to you. There is nothing that compares to taking the fork or taking your fingers if it's finger food and picking it up and putting it in your mouth and beginning to taste and see for yourself. Most of the time if somebody's described something to me that I like and it's as good as they say it is, I have found that their description was not adequate to based on what I experienced when I tasted. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. The best that I could do today to describe his goodness and his greatness to you does not come anywhere close to your personal, individual experience of who He is and what He is. And I I can't help today that there's so much trying to frame our world and trying to frame God out of our world. What I know is that just like the Scripture says, it can be the case today and your world can be framed by the Word. What are you dealing with today? What problem are you facing in your life today? What what circumstances are you troubled by today in your life? What what burden of sin did you walk in here carrying today? I I guarantee you, whatever the problem is in your life today, if you would give me just a few moments, whatever it is, whatever it is, There's a lot of stuff it wouldn't take but about a second or two at the most. There's a few things that I might have to think just a moment or two about it. But I can promise you that whatever's going on in your life today, I can find you something in the Word of God that you can use as the frame to start to look at those circumstances and situations through. I don't care what it is. There is something in the Word of God that can frame your world. If you're hopeless today, oh my goodness. From Genesis to Revelation, we can find you some stuff to frame your world you carrying a load of guilt and condemnation today for the sins that you've committed. We've got some stuff to frame your world with. You've got family problems today. You've got marital problems, problem with your kids, problem with your parents. There is something in this book that can frame your world. The bottom line is no one else no one else can decide for you what you frame your world with. There's only one person that can do that and that's you and you must decide how or what is going to frame my world I wonder if you would just where you're sitting for a moment if you'd just bow your head close your eyes I'd like to I'd like to give a invitation right now, whether you're a guest today, whether you come here all the time, whatever the case is, somewhere in between. I'd like to give an invitation to somebody this morning that maybe you would acknowledge. You know what, Pastor Wright? I've, I've been framing my world by some other things. I've... I've been allowing some other things to be what I look through to interpret my world. But I want the Word. I want the forever settled, eternal Word of God to become the frame for my world. I preached to young people and young adults this morning that you are greatly challenged by a society that says just, just live how you want to live. Do whatever you want to do. It's your life. It's, it's your decisions. It's up to you. You don't need a framework to live by. You don't need a framework to look through. I promise you today, if that's the way you choose to live You've got heartache and pain and sorrow ahead of you. But if you will choose to live with the Word of God as the frame for your life, I can tell you there will still be some heartache and pain. In this world you shall have tribulation. But when I look through the frame of the Word, what it also says is be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So as heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if nothing else, out of respect for those around you, I'd I like to open this altar today to somebody that would acknowledge, I, I need to get the frame for my world right. I need to get the Word of God. I need to let His Word be what frames my world. I need His Word to be the filter that I interpret things through. Rather than interpreting things through my offenses and interpreting things through the experiences of my life, I want to interpret through the filter of His Word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I believe there's somebody this morning, it may just be one person, but somebody here today that you need to make a new commitment to God today. Maybe it's not a new commitment. Maybe there is somebody here that for the first time you need to say, God, I'm going to let your word frame my world. I believe I preached to some folks today. You're dealing with some challenging circumstances and situations in your life. I, I preach to some people today that you're going through some difficult family situations, difficult circumstances in your life right now that as much as you would like, and I would like to tell you God's just going to change it and fix it and make it all fine. It may not happen today, but what you can do is see through the frame of the Word You can find peace, you can find assurance that God has it all in control. That God is working it out for my good. In the name of Jesus, help us today. Help us today, God, in a world that is trying to give us so many different things with which to frame our world. Help us to allow, help us to choose today that it's your word that frames our world. It's your word, God, that becomes the filter that I look through to interpret what's going on, what's going to happen. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. By the power of your spirit today, God, help us to allow your word to become active in our lives. To have the freedom, not just in a limited area, but in all parts of our lives to be what frames our world. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah,
1: hallelujah. Turn your eyes on Jesus, look for. In His wonderful face. And the The things things of this this world Will grow strangely In the light Of His glory and grace.
0: If you're not praying right now, why don't you join together with us and sing this as your prayer today. Sing it as as a declaration of what you're going to do today. I'm going to turn my eyes, God, from the circumstances of my life from the situations that I'm dealing with and I'm going to put my focus on You. I'm going to set my eyes on You. I'm going to let You be the filter for everything that's going on in my world. I'm going to do as Job says and I'm going to hold fast to Your Word. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus if you're here today you've got some circumstances and situations you're dealing with but you've also got a promise from God some of you are looking at loved ones that are unsaved some of you are dealing with loved ones that are lost but God's given you a promise why don't you make up your mind not to look through the circumstances as they are right now but to look through the frame of the word that God has given you in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah if you need to go if you're ready to go you're welcome to but the I believe the Lord is still ministering in this place. We're not going to dismiss quite yet, but if you need to go for whatever reasons, that's fine. But come on, the Holy Ghost is trying to help somebody here today. The Holy Ghost is trying to help somebody today. Why don't you let Him frame your world today? Some of you have got a frame that's a little bit broken. Some of you have got a frame that's become a little damaged because of disappointment and frustrations, but why don't you let God help you today to allow that frame to be put back together so that His Word can frame your world. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, whatever other filters... I may be dealing with whatever other filters may have been imposed upon me God I want everything except for the filter of your word to be removed I want my thoughts I want my perceptions I want my interpretation of circumstances and situations to be through the frame of your word God I want to look at what's going on in my life, in my world. I want to look at the circumstances that I'm dealing with. And I want them to be framed by your word. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus,
1: we'll grow straight. In the light of his glory and grace. Things of this world will grow strangely, strangely dim in the light of His glory. And
0: grace. Would you stand together? Father, I pray that you would help us today. God, you said in your word that you understand the frame that we are made of. You know our weaknesses. You know the challenges of our humanity. You know our struggle with allowing so many different things to become the frame through which we view our world. I pray that by your grace today, you would give us the strength, God, to make up our minds that we are going to allow your word to frame our world. That whatever the circumstances and situations we may be dealing with, we are going to interpret them by... Your word, not by our feelings, not by human emotions, not by circumstances, but by Your word in the name of Jesus Christ. God, I pray this morning for somebody who is struggling today that in their world they're looking through a frame of hopelessness, despair, that God, You would give them the frame of your word, to see that no matter what's going on in their world, their lives right now, you have the ability to work things out for the good. It may not happen as quick as we may want. It may not happen in the way we want, but we can have the assurance that you're going to work it all out for our good, Lord pray you would give somebody here today fresh hope God fresh faith for their future of what you have for them and what you're going to do for them in the name of Jesus Christ in Jesus name Amen God bless you thank you for being here today again if you're a guest and it's your first your second time with us we invite you to stop by the back in our hospitality area before you leave. God bless you.